If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Can we discuss econ? Let me just... <laughs> no one told me that this had like math and charts and graphs yes. and complicated things that my feeble mind could not grasp. <laughs> I took this uh, class and it altered my life because I was traumatized. I probably need therapy. Altered your life. Because <laughs> I was so confused. Like, what the hell is this? Who thought this would be a good idea? I think it was the stupid counselor who suggested like a prerequisite, just take econ thinking that it would be easy. I had no idea. I was so comp. It was so complicated for me. Why does this class exist? Do we need this class in college? We do not. Cheryl, no. make it make sense. Make it make well, sense. Derek dropped out of the class. So I guess you had that option. Yeah, I think I was in there about, you know, maybe not even a month before I said, huh, what's the last date to drop? I'm out of here. I'm done. Oh, goodness. <laughs> the people thank you for joining us today i am tanya and i'm cheryl and we're back for part two of last week's father's day episode of moesha where it was unveiled that frank mm. was actually the father of dorian not his uncle oh boy part two is pretty pretty dicey i love it so yeah. needless to say more moesha dorian and d were devastated. Uh, luckily, though, he had two people, both Miles and Hakeem, on his side. But today we delve into part two of the show. Who's your daddy? <laughs> <laughs> Who's your uh, daddy? <laughs> Who's your daddy? And this is season five, episode 15 of Moesha. Um, color him father. And it is, it's a really good one. It's so Damn good. good. I agree. Yeah. Now, this is the episode, uh, the follow-up to episode 14, where we find out the secret that Frank has been keeping about Dorian. So this episode is all about the emotions from everybody about this sudden uh, and surprising, shocking news and how they all kind of get through it as a family. Yeah, and you can find Moesha on Netflix, Hulu, Prime Video, Paramount. And for those that are still connected, you can find the show on Ion, Bounce, and The CW. Hmm. How do you know all this? Like, how do you? Uh, <laughs> well, I Google it and then I find out where I can watch it because I'm still connected to cable. We have very few streaming services, so I'm always looking for it for free. Because if it weren't for you telling me all of this and where to find it, I wouldn't watch anything because I have no <laughs> idea where half these places are. I've never heard of some of them, so I appreciate that you do the research. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Because otherwise, I'd be lost. <laughs> so as in every episode, you guys know that we do our dynamic duo, and uh, this episode's dynamic duo could be darn near anybody who do you think i know i my first inclination is to go with sandy and d 
um, Sandy, who is Frank's sister, obviously mm-hmm. Dee is Frank's wife, but um, just because they they had some conflict, but they both had such a strong reason to have their convictions. Mm-hmm. You know, like Dee was so dedicated to this being like this lie and Sandy is so dedicated to making everything okay for Dorian. Right. But then the, together they didn't see eye to eye. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Well, I'm going to, I agree with that wholeheartedly, but I also think that Moesha and Frank, because yeah. they have such a uh, dangerous dynamic in both the first episode and then this one. Um, and it's one of those rare moments where nowadays I notice on TV that kids can talk to their parents any kind of way. But I love how Frank still demands respect, even though Moesha is upset and she's all in her feelings. And she agrees at one point, I'm just going to walk away because I don't want to say the wrong thing. You don't see that on TV anymore because kids talk to their parents and other adults and their teachers and everybody like they're just one of the little homies. (laughs) That's not (laughs) the case in this episode. So you're right. I do. I do like that, too. And yeah, their their relationship becomes quite polarizing because of this whole incident. But yes, he still is like, I'm still your father and and no matter what you're going to treat me that way. So I do like that one too. Yeah, absolutely. So in the opening of the show, Dee comes in to find Frank on the couch and she's asking him what he's doing home because it's earlier than he would normally be home, but she is still icy. Oh yeah. She is not (laughs) wanting him to be there. And he's saying that he took off early so they could spend some time together, maybe go for a walk. And Dee's like, I've been on my feet all day. So no, like not interested. She's like, shut up, fool. I'm not going anywhere with you. (laughs) Darn feet her. Leave me alone. (laughs) And Frank is like, well, okay. Well, I thought by now, you know, you would have at least gotten some type of chair at work. So you're not on your your feet feet. all the time. And then, of course, Miles interrupts because he runs downstairs and he asks his dad and D if he can bring a girl to Dorian's birthday party. Because remember, Dorian, they were playing the birthday bash for his birthday. And right. uh, in the middle of all this stuff happened, the party is still going to continue. So Miles is more concerned about bringing a date than anything else. <laughs> than anything else. Yeah. Well, Dee definitely squashes that. She's like not even entertaining that. But then she tells them that, tells Miles that we're not even sure if Dorian is ready for this party because sometimes when people are upset, they need a break. And like mm-hmm. the whole time she's looking directly at Frank and she's like, you know, they need some time to work through all their issues before they move, move forward with other plans. <laughs> Miles is like, well, why? I mean, it's it's still his birthday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he doesn't get it. <laughs> no, no, he doesn't. Plus he's like, okay, this happened on to the next. Like he's, mm-hmm. he doesn't understand why everyone's making such a big deal out of it. But Dee pulls him to the side and she wants to explain that sometimes you need some time to think through things before you start making plans. And the whole time she's just looking at Frank with like this dirty <laughs> look because she wants Frank to like also have a little bit more feeling for what Dorian's going through. Right. And she, you know, she keeps dropping hints and saying all these things and it's kind of like Frank's not getting it. So she's yeah. kind of, you know, trying to hold it in because she doesn't want to snap in front of Miles, but she's <laughs> she's about to lose it. Yeah. <laughs> now, later on, Frank tells Dee that Dorian never said he wanted to cancel his friend, uh, his plans. So why are we to assume these things? But, oh, Dee is quick witted, I tell you. Yeah, she snaps back with, I'm not assuming anything. Instead, I'm considering his feelings. And again, reminds him, that's how people make decisions. They consider other people's feelings. (laughs) Dig, 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 dig. Little shots at Frank. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Miles looks back and forth between the two of them asking, does this fight have anything to do with me? (laughs) They look at him and he excuses himself to his room. Of course, he has to go. (laughs) Yeah, he gets it. I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah, I'm leaving. (laughs) So Frank suggests that they solve the problem by asking Dorian what he would rather do. Frank calls him and Dorian enters the living room and they ask him about his idea for the party. And Dorian's like, yeah, like, of course, I still want to have it. Unless somehow you guys have changed your mind (laughs) about letting me have the party, because now with all this drama, he's like wondering, oh, no, are they going to cancel it? Right. Now, Frank says, no, no, we didn't. We didn't change anything. And Dee tries to say, well, look, we just want to make sure 
that this is what you still wanted to do. Yeah. And Dorian's like, okay, cool. So since we're on the subject of my party, is that all right that I invited 30 more people? (laughs) 30? 30? (laughs) And just like I'm laughing now, Frank starts to laugh. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, He realizes Dorian is dead serious. And then he looks concerned, wondering how the hell are we going to fit 30 more people in this house? But Dorian reassures him saying, well, look, all my friends are smaller than yours. So it's, you know, it's fine. Like we're all teenagers. We're all young and thin. So everybody will fit just fine. Of course, Dorian's so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> That's nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. And Dorian leaves and Frank tells Dee that he would still like to go for that walk. And she tells him, well, have fun. And wa- she just walks away like, you're walking yourself, dude. Sorry. Yeah, she just leaves him there. So next we see Moesha in her dorm room. Uh, working on Nisi's hair and Nisi is flinching in pain and Moe's like well damn it's not my fault you're so tender-headed my god (laughs) Nisi's acting like Moesha's trying to kill her yeah she is (laughs) I have to just say that I love this this scene with the with the roommate like she's so (laughs) funny she's so funny anyway so Hakeem is also there and he's like I don't know why you're going through all that all that pain it's not like you're gonna have somebody actually ask you out for Valentine's Day. Rude. Rude. Not nice. <laughs> Not nice at all. Nisi said, well, damn, if you're uh, finished, Hakeem, can I have my business back? Because I wasn't talking to you in the first place. <laughs> I love the way she said that. It was great. So Nisi asked Mo if she got invited to the Valentine's Day dance. And she's like, oh, please, that's the last thing I need. Another lying man in my life. Mm. And I remember Hakeem was like, trying to get the courage up to tell Mo how we really feel. So yeah. he's still looking over at her like, uh, like <laughs> this is still not good. His whole plan was just, you know, shot to hell because of yeah. this whole situation. And so he's trying to figure out when do I jump in? It's never a good time because she keeps, you know, just slamming and trashing everything that has to do with men and loyalty and honesty and telling the truth. And she just is in a whole other ulterior universe yeah absolutely <laughs> uh, Nisi said oh well I guess things aren't better at home and Mo admits you know what I don't really know so she told Nisi to ask Hakeem since he spends more time <laughs> at her house than she does <laughs> he would know way better than she does <laughs> exactly and Hakeem is like Mo you just need to find a way to work through this because you know it's not going to get better unless you figure this out and Mo asks him how when she can't even look at her dad right now. She's still at the point where she doesn't even want to look him in the face. Hakeem loves Frank. I mean, yeah, he, he does. has just found no wrong in him. So he kind of wants things to, to work out. And Hakeem's like, but why? Because you found out that he's human. Like, why are you still mad? Why are you still holding on to all these feelings? He's human, just like everybody else. Which is a really good point. I mean, really good point. But when you're mad, you don't want to hear logic. (laughs) True. Very true. But Mo just gets upset saying, oh, please, the father I know wouldn't even lie to me. Mm -hmm. So she's stuck on that. Yeah, she can't get past that part. Hakeem stands up to walk over to the bed and Mo shoots him down saying, I'm done talking about it. Damn it. Well, she didn't say damn it. That's me, but I'm just done. (laughs) And Nisi starts squirming and Mo again reiterates that she's done with the conversation. But Nisi's like, no, I'm I'm letting you know you're pulling my hair. <laughs> She's thinking that, you know, Nisi's squirming because it's uncomfortable about the conversation. But right. Nisi's back on her hair again. <laughs> yeah. Now, out of nowhere, in walks <laughs> Moesha's roommate. Brand like new. a tornado, Cheryl. Tornado. Like, what the hell is going on? She's so hyper and spunky and smiling and happy and of course, Mo stops to introduce herself. And she comes up with some type of weird, like, memory pattern to remember <laughs> Moesha's name. She's like, okay, if my favorite food was Isha and I wanted Mo, then I'd be you. Oh my <laughs> and they all look at her in this weird way and like, okay, where is she going with this? But the roommate <laughs> explains, like, she has a trick and it's part of her memory exercises to remember people's names. And for those who remember the scene, the actress that plays her roommate is Marissa. I don't know if I'm going to say her last name correctly, but Winokur or Winokur. Mm-hmm. She's the girl who starred in Hairspray, both yes, on Broadway is. and then the movie. So she's 
a bubbling brook of fun. <laughs> she is. And she's so perfect for this scene to bring some uh, light and sunshine Levity, and happiness. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's a nice uh, change of pace. Now the camera pans out and we see there's just one empty bed, but Mo has pretty much made the entire room her own. And it looks way better than when they initially looked into the room at first. Way, way yeah, better. When the girl said, uh, what about your roommate? I'm thinking how's it going to be your roommate in this box of a room? But <laughs> Mo has pretty much taken over and left this one little spot for her roommate. Yeah. So in walks a very, very good looking young man carrying mm-hmm. a box and the roommate's like, wow, I hope all the guys are like nice. And by <laughs> nice, she means fine. This yes. Guy is super good looking. And she thanks him, but she calls him Donald. And he corrects her by saying it's Derek. <laughs> so her rhyming thing obviously didn't work out here because he's like, right. remember, it rhymes with Eric. Way off, <laughs> way off there. Way off. <laughs> so Derek walks over to Mo to introduce himself. But Nisi stands right in the way, of course, and makes sure that he sees her first. <laughs> of course. And Derek bypasses Nisi. And again, goes in for Mo. Like, I ain't here to see you, Nisi, move. (laughs) And they shake hands. And he says, it's nice to finally meet you. Because apparently Moesha was in his econ class last semester. Because Derek points that out, that he remembers her from class. Can we discuss econ? Let me just... (laughs) No one told me that this had like math and charts and graphs and complicated things that my feeble mind could not grasp (laughs) I took this uh class and it altered my life because I was traumatized I probably need therapy altered your life (laughs) because I was so confused like what the hell is this who thought this would be a good idea I think it was the stupid counselor who suggested like a prerequisite just take econ thinking that it would be easy I had no idea I was so comp it was so complicated for me why does this class exist? Do we need this class in college? We do not, Cheryl. No. Make it make sense. Make it make well, sense. Derek dropped out of the class, so I guess you had that option. Yeah, I think I was in there about, you know, maybe not even a month before I said, huh, what's the last date to drop? I'm out of here. I'm done. Oh, goodness. So Derek starts to walk out of the room. And the roommate runs over saying, well, wait, wait, there's more boxes upstairs in the lobby. Would you mind bringing them down while I bond with my new roomie? (laughs) So Derek asks Hakeem, hey, can you help me out a little bit? I could could use a little bit more muscle. And of course, Nisi takes her digs and says, well, so could he. (laughs) (laughs) Very clever, Nisi, very clever. (laughs) And she's like, what are you asking him for? Why are you asking him for help? He ain't got no muscle. And it's very nice for this man who doesn't know this roommate to be carrying all of her boxes in. And now Hakeem gets strapped mm. into this. So they, they're they pretty that, nice to be doing this. That's not what Hakeem wants to do at all. No, no, of course not. Um, and of course, the comment from Nisi makes Hakeem hit back. Well, yeah, you could use a date, but let's be real. And then he laughs because he knows that she's not going to get a date. And he does walk away to help Derek. Oh, I love their banter. They are like the besties. <laughs> the boys leave. And then the roommate asks me see her name again. And she said, oh, cool. Well, that should be easy to remember since people once upon a time called me Reese." <laughs> and they're like, okay. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> finally, we actually get to re- introduced to this roommate because she never said what her name was. She never, never introduced herself. She's rambling at the mouth so much you don't even know who she is. So <laughs> when she realizes that she skipped that introduction, she rushes over to Mo. She shoves her hand in her face and said, hey, I'm Teresa Logan and I am from Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> then she goes off on this tangent about how she always wanted to move to LA. She wanted to go to celebrity parties. And here we are. I mean, (laughs) this is the basement in a dorm, Mm -hmm. not a celebrity party, but okay. And then she goes and hugs Mo and picks her up and literally spins her around. She's got her like by the waist and spinning her around, which I thought was really cute. So much energy. Moesha's like, what the hell is going on with this girl? (laughs) Nisi is laughing and she thinks that this is just 
super duper, just fantastic. <laughs> and she excuses herself while Teresa starts unpacking things so that her and Mo can get acquainted. And Teresa starts explaining how she's so ready for a new experience, obviously way different from Alaska and how she's, right. ha- how she's happy to be out of Alaska. Yay, Teresa. So she was excited to be in short sleeves, sandals, and have some fun in the sun. And L.A. is quite the experience, I would imagine, coming from Alaska. So oh, absolutely. And for a real treat. <laughs> yeah. But then I love that she pulled like a, a pair of antlers, that like a shelf-mounted antlers out of this box. <laughs> and she says to Mo, like, hey, where should I put this? And Mo looks at her with like, ugh. And she goes, um, back in the box. Put it back in there. You should have never brought that out in the yeah, first place. We're not putting that up anywhere. Sorry. Does not go with the motif. So now in the next scene, we see Miles running into the kitchen where Dee and Frank are seated. And he's like, hey, look what I got. And Frank stands to see that it's his sister, Sandy, standing there. Now Dee leans in to give her a hug. And she realizes that Sandy arrived early. And so Sandy says, Dorian told her that it was okay to show up, you know, a little bit earlier, but she wanted to arrive at a time that she wanted to kind of check things out. She wants to check out the atmosphere, see how everybody's mood is. Yeah. She came, you know, earlier than expected because Dorian said that it was okay. Which I understand. I mean, after all of this stuff just happened, she's probably wants to check on Dorian and to see you know, like you said, how the mood is. So she asks how Dorian is and if he's really doing fine. And Frank says that he is, but Dee interrupts saying, well, he seems fine. That's Mm. all we know for now. Mm -hmm. And then Miles, of course, gets excused. All right, Miles, (laughs) take off. The adults need to talk. (laughs) Out of nowhere, Sandy unleashes her tirade into Frank saying, are you happy? telling Dorian that I'm not his real mother like she's all of a sudden turned into this angry woman yeah her her attitude quickly flipped it was like a switch flipped and I was actually a little bit surprised at how angry she was all of a sudden Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but Frank tries to explain look it was all a mistake and I think you know in this dynamic nobody thought about how it was going to affect Sandy either Mm, so right yeah She's saying, oh, well, this is so convenient um, that, you know, this happened. And Dee's like, wait a minute, what are you talking about? Yeah, because you're right, because no one thought about her in the equation. Right. She's been the mom who's been lying right along with Frank this whole time. So exactly. Exactly. Sandy flips around. She gives Dee the hand in the face like, whatever, stop talking. And she tells Dee this has nothing to do with you. Uh oh. (laughs) Yeah, that was a little bit off-putting very abrasive (laughs) and d is like no this has everything to do with me it's also my home and it's also my family sandy ignores d she doesn't care at all (laughs) she turns around to frank and she says you've been attempting to tell dorian all of this stuff for years and it's kind of hard for me to believe that it just sort of slipped out right she thinks that this is all a made-up story but d affirms like no that's exactly how it happened and Frank is looking down and Dee tells her that if she's going to be mad at anybody, be mad at Aunt Hattie, not right. Frank. She's the right. one that let it slip. Yeah, she let the cat out of the bag and blinded by rage, Sandy is not hearing it. She is not letting uh, them get away with what she thinks was something intentional. And she still blames Frank and she wants to know how come you couldn't stick to the plan and just wait until he was 18, like we all agreed. Yeah, so then obviously she... She wanted them to keep this secret. So the way I was looking at it, too, is like D has to see this also from another perspective that, yes, Frank kept this from her. But Frank is also keeping an agreement with mm-hmm. his sister that, you know, this plan that they had made. But Frank gets upset and he asks Sandy what she wanted him to do, lie to his face for another year and then tell him the truth. And just then Dorian comes in and he's super excited He calls her mom, calls Mm -hmm. Sandy mom. He gives Sandy a big hug. And she smugly looks at Frank like, ha, 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 he's calling me mom. (laughs) Still calling her mom after everything that went down. Right. Why, Frank? We agreed to wait until Dorian was 18. Why couldn't you stick to that? Well, what do you want me to do, Sandy? You want me to lie in the boy's face and wait a whole year to tell him the truth? Dorian, look who's here. Mama. That's right. 
baby. <laughs> With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. So Sandy is super excited that he's turning 17. And she says, are you ready for your party? And Dorian is like all grinning and happy and smiling. Of course he's ready. <laughs> Just invited 30 more people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he says, yeah, but the only thing is, you know, I really don't have anything to wear. Now, of course. He's full of it because I'm pretty sure he has a closet full of clothes. Of course. But here's his opportunity, you know. So Frank's like, wait a minute. Didn't we just buy you something new to wear? And Dorian like looks at him like, shut up. Like, hello, I'm trying to work this. Sandy turns around and she says, oh, baby, don't you worry about it. Mama's going to hook you up. And that's exactly what Dorian wanted to hear because he's trying to pimp her out for a new wardrobe <laughs> of course exactly, yeah he's gonna try to get whatever he can from both of them oh yeah he's gonna milk it <laughs> and dorian tells frank that he was right about the house being too crowded and since the word is out the part out about the party even more people want to come now mm, this is all bad <laughs> dorian then asked permission if he moves the party to osiris he said wait what that's a pickup joint. Oh, oh, excuse me. I mean, uh, uh, like, how does she know? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I heard. She tries to downplay it. That's what I heard. It's a pickup joint. Yeah. yeah the look on her face was like, whoops, let that yeah, out. I said way too much. <laughs> but now Frank is concerned, like, hey, isn't it too late to book a club for a party? And then, you know, moving the party to the club away from the house at the last minute, like, these are all problematic from his eyes yeah dorian doesn't care he says that he already checked into it and he's telling frank that he knows the dj and uh the guy he talked to you you know about it they can make the deal like he's already made plans he's just pretty much letting them know this is how it's going to be right he's he's asking permission but he's not asking permission right he already said it yeah <laughs> it's just like an informational meeting yeah <laughs> So Dee and Frank are worried that all the guests are not going to know where to go. But Dorian, of course, he's on top of things and he's he knows everyone is going to know and everyone's going to know about the move and everyone's going to show up. Mm -hmm. But of course, I mean, I'm sorry. The kids don't care about a last minute change. <laughs> all you have to do is tell one person and it'll spread like wildfire and everyone will know where it is. And it's all right. Fun. I remember all those parties I went to in the basements and all yeah. that stuff. And it was fun, but I much rather have more space to you know <laughs> get all crazy and that's not somebody's house yeah <laughs> some parents house yeah absolutely <laughs> always like I have to act a certain way because this is still some adults home I can't really be as ratchet as I was I, <laughs> I tried to keep my ratchetness to a minimum <laughs> somebody else's house but at the club you can just let it all hang out because no one lives there it's fine right right <laughs> now Sandy of course loves the idea and Frank well, he kind of agrees to it, sort of, because what choice does he have? Right. He doesn't have any choice. <laughs> but Dorian does his best to try to make Frank now feel bad, saying like, well, hey, if you don't want me to have a party, well, you know, you might just tell me and, you know, totally playing on Frank's guilt. Mm -hmm. And Frank tries to make him understand that, no, that's not what we meant. He's like, just give me all the info and I'll make it happen. He still has a concerned look on his face, but yeah. he doesn't want to let Dorian down. Right. And this is just, this is what Dorian wants. He's going to pimp Frank out for all he can get. Now he's into the, the shame game. He's trying to get more clothes out of his mom, gets this extra party to a different location out of Frank. And he doesn't care. This right. is like how he gains control of the situation. Well, so right. He, yeah, he walks off uh, with Sandy and they go on their shopping spree for God knows what. <laughs> right. 
So Moesha and Hakeem walk in and there's Dorian sitting there waiting to go on the shopping spree and they're asking him why he's home. But he's trying to tell him like, look, I got a party to plan. I can't be bothered with you. <laughs> he wants to know if they uh, have plans to attend the party. But Mo is more concerned that why are you not in school? Like you still have school. You can't just not go to school because you're playing a stupid party. But Dorian <laughs> doesn't care about school. You know, it's all about partying for him. And he's going shopping out with his, shopping with his mom anyway. And Hakeem told Dorian, wow, shopping midday. Frank's not going to go for that. But Dorian is like, what does he have to do with this? It's not about him. And again, he asks them if they're coming to the party. Now, Mo has to admit that she's a little bit uncomfortable being in the house or around her dad at this point. So she's not sure she's going to be there. But now is when Mo discovers that the party isn't even at the house anymore. Right. He's like, hey, you don't have to worry about it because the party's at Osiris. So yeah. you can come. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hakeem looks all dazed and confused. He's like, wait, huh? <laughs> that party is the talk of the campus. I bro. love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's your party. And like he heard about it, but he didn't realize that it was for Dorian. And of course, Dorian loved that everyone's talking about it. That of made course. Him so happy. <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm the big man on campus and I don't even go there yet. <laughs> Which is I mean, that's all you want to hear when you're 17 years old, that oh, your absolutely. party is the talk of the town. Yeah. So Moesha laughs. She's like, uh, Frank Mitchell is not going to pay for a party at some club. But Dorian's like, well, he already has. Mm -hmm. Now, Mo is shocked and a little bit jealous. Yeah. She's annoyed that Frank is so willing to pay for this party, especially when she could even get him to pay for one of her parties at the hangout spot, which is like the den. <laughs> so yeah. now, but all of a sudden you get Osiris. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, she's asking him how he made this happen, happen, and Dorian like rubs his hand saying, well, between my charm and Frank's guilt, he had to give me exactly what I want. <laughs> so now he admits it. Right. Now, Dorian said that after 17 years, I think uh, he should owe me something. Mo says, you think a party is like a makeup for his mistakes? Dorian's like, he paid, he has payback to start to some at some point, and now is the time. Like, this is when you start to pay me back for 17 years of not telling me the truth right yeah so this whole plan is definitely in motion mm -hmm. <laughs> now in the next scene we see frank walk into the kitchen and d asks frank if she's been keeping up with the cost of dorian's birthday party she's like looking at the checkbook and mm -hmm. frank asks why she keeps bringing up the party like he he thinks that she's got an ulterior motive right but d said look i'm just making sure you were aware of how much we're spending on the party and frank said i'm uh, that he's more concerned that she's not being cold to me. <laughs> and I'm concerned that my daughter won't talk to me. I'm concerned about other things in this family, like my wife and my daughter and not the party. Right. So D admits, well, I'm concerned <laughs> that you're using the stupid party to make yourself feel better about the mistakes that you made. And Frank wants to assure her that he just wants to make sure that Dorian has a good time. So D's like, okay. And she starts to walk away. And Frank says, it's not okay. And he asks her to stop shutting him out. And she's like, well, Frank, what do you want me to do? And mm -hmm. he's, he's like, I want a connection. I want something more than you just going through the motions. But this is so tough though. Like I, I can't imagine being D, I can't imagine being Mo and having this bombshell. And then the dad just acting like, I, I mean, but then again, I don't know how else he can fix it. He wants things yeah. to work. But nobody's willing to meet at a middle ground. He's trying to go on a walk with Dee. He's trying to get Moesha not to move out to the dorms. And he's still trying to have the party and then deal with Sandy. So it's it's an interesting dynamic and it's very difficult. But I yeah. think he is putting forth the effort, but he's getting a lot of pushback. Poor yeah, Frank. <laughs> and I don't know who I feel like the worst for because like, you're right. He, he made the mistake. He's owned up to it now. Um, he's trying to make it right with everybody. But also nobody's giving him a chance to make it right. Moesha mm -hmm. won't talk to him. Yeah. He's still frustrated. So, I mean, you're only, this is only going to get better with communication, but I also see like Moesha's point and I see Dee's point. So yeah, it's, it's, it's I, I get it all the way yeah. around. I get it. Now Dee admits it. I don't even know what to say to you, but Frank says, well, tell me what's on your mind. Just don't walk around mad all the time. Cause I would be like Dee, I'd walk around mad all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I would slam indoors. Yeah. I wouldn't talk to him. I wouldn't <laughs> Me cook too. anything. I wouldn't do anything. Uh, we had a commitment to this marriage, Frank says, and I want you to talk to me. And he's all in, but says, 
even if she feels that she has to leave, then tell me something. And I think that really hit D hard. And she's like, wait, you want me to leave? And Frank's like, no, but you know, you have to do what you need to do. And she says, okay, fine, then let's talk. And they start to talk about how she's dedicated herself to him, to his entire family. She's trying to be the best wife and mother she knows how to be. Mm-hmm. And this is how he repays her is with this huge secret. She says that she knows how. And then she said, that's why you kept the truth from me and shut me out. And Frank admits he was wrong. And I know the secret became so big that I was just like afraid if I said anything, I would lose you and everything would be over. Yeah. And Dee admits that she just, she doesn't know if she can trust him anymore because this is so huge. Yeah. And he has to understand that it's a huge trust issue and it's just, it's hard to just bounce back and act like everything is normal. Exactly. So Frank said, I don't know what I can possibly do to top this. And she said, well, you definitely went for the gold on this one. (laughs) Let me tell you, (laughs) which is good. Cause then they had like a little bit of a break. Like there was a, a little bit of almost a smile. Right. And he repeats his comment, you know, even if you have to leave and she tells him, that was a bold, bold statement to make. And yeah. Frank said, well, it was all or nothing. He didn't know what else to say, but he had to say something to, to make her realize what he was feeling. And he's being honest because I think leaving is a, another option. Yeah. Um, now, details, Frank, that whatever, you can't survive 15 minutes without me. And Frank said, well, not even five minutes. And I thought that <laughs> that was cute. He's trying yeah. to get in there, you know? <laughs> yeah. And they did have a little bit of a, a crack of a smile or, you know, right. they, they started to relate again to each other. So that was good. Now, back at the den, Teresa tells one of her Alaska stories about, oh a, about a bear. And it's funny to see Moesha. She's loving it. She's she's kind of relaxed a little bit. So all these stupid stories from Teresa are, are great. <laughs> Teresa tells Mo, well, that's nice to see you laugh. But Teresa says, my mom doesn't have all these issues that your family has because she gets along with both of my stepdads. And everybody <laughs> kind of just pauses like, huh? What, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of story is this? <laughs> But nobody went further. They, uh, they're like, I don't want to touch that one. There's too much there. They're realizing quickly that she is full of stories and some things you don't want to know an explanation of. So Yeah, but of course, Nisi, who thinks that this relationship is great and she loves this weird tidbit, she's suggesting <laughs> that maybe Teresa's family go on Jerry Springer. <laughs> Not a bad idea. Not a yeah. bad idea. <laughs> then Derek walks in. Remember Derek? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Derek, Eric. <laughs> and... <laughs> Teresa gets all excited telling the girls, I could think of a whole bunch of stories I'd like to tell him. And she jumps up to greet him and calls him Eric again instead of Derek. Again, her memory trick fails Mm -hmm. and (laughs) fails to connect the Derek and Eric. But of course, Derek (laughs) corrects her. In a nice way, though. He's really nice about it. So Teresa tries to thank him for the move and offers to buy him something, anything. And when he said buy me a Porsche. She realizes uh, he's out of my league. (laughs) Would you like settle for a bagel? (laughs) What? A bagel. Way different. Way, way way different. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But Derek is there for Moesha. He is not there for a bagel or Teresa. (laughs) And he pulls up a chair next to Mo and Moesha tells him like, look, honestly, like I'm just not in the mood today. And Derek says, yeah, that's what baffles me about you. Yeah. Now, Derek said you had a certain type of boldness about you that I noticed in class last semester. Derek's been paying attention. Paying attention. (laughs) Yes, he has. And then he gets real and he tells her here that, you know, it seems like someone stole her joy. Mm, True. He, he, yeah, he knows, even though he knows Mo's life is none of his business. He tells her that since his father is a minister, it's sort of like his duty to sort of fix things for her. I think that's kind of cute. Yeah, I do think it's cute. And Nisi is loving it. And so Mo challenges him and she's saying, oh, so what you think you can give me my joy back (laughs) and tells him like, the air is thin up there on that high horse you're riding. <laughs> yeah, like you're awfully confident, buddy. Yeah. Derek, tell, uh, Derek said, well, I'm not saying I'll give you your joy back, but I would be honored to be in your presence. 
when you get your joy back. So he asked her out for Saturday and then he pretty much plans her day for her and says, are you free for brunch? And she agrees to think about it at least. And then he walks away. So he's all happy and proud of himself. Yeah. He like gave her no options because he's literally like (laughs) breakfast, lunch, dinner, brunch, whatever you can do. We're, we're, we're going out. We're going. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. (laughs) And the girls are like loving Derek, loving his confidence. And Teresa says, yeah, you go ahead and get your joy back. And Nisi suggests, <laughs> well, if you don't get your joy, at least grab some brunch. Get your brunch on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, the next scene is showing all the kids rocking back and forth at the club. Osiris is like on and popping. Everyone seems they to be are, having yeah. a great time. Yeah. And Sandy is at the party and she tells Dorian, hey, now, you know, you can come back quote unquote, home anytime you want. But Dorian said, yeah, thank you, but I'm good. I'm staying. I'm good. Mm -hmm. Sandy takes the hint to leave Dorian alone. And so she kind of strolls to the party, walks up to Miles, who was (laughs) dancing with a nice young lady. And Miles turns around and tells her, you are embarrassing me. (laughs) So knock it off. (laughs) So Sandy sort of slides out of the way so Miles can have his fun. (laughs) It was so cute because she kind of like danced up with him. And as soon as he saw her dancing, he was like, no, 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 And she admits that, hey, we're not out of the woods. Mm -hmm. She still has a lot of feelings that she needs to sort out, obviously. But Frank respects that. Right. Now, next, Hakeem comes in and embraces Mo. And Hakeem's date becomes immediately unhappy about this. She expresses her displeasure at this hug. And she gets all up in Mo's face like, excuse me, I saw that hug. But Mo's like, whoa, back home, sister. Yeah, (laughs) she tries to explain, look, me and Hakeem have been friends for years. This is such a non-issue. Relax. Like, where does this girl come from? What? Right. Although I'm sure Hakeem doesn't want to be her saying like, oh, we're just friends. But Mm. (laughs) in this instance, they're just friends. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if you noticed that this girl that played Hakeem's date was um, in Coming to America, the sister. What? Do you remember the movie from Coming to America? Yeah. Yeah. When um, Eddie Murphy falls in love with, um, I don't remember the actress's name, but he falls yeah. in love with the girl. The girl that played her Jerry sister mm-hmm. is her, is this girl that um, Hakeem is dating. I got to go back and watch. I had no, are you, I didn't was, even really look at the girl and with that, that when she walked in, I just saw somebody's hand in Moesha's face. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. that attitude. And I wasn't paying attention to what she looked like, but now I'm going to have to play that back. She was on for a hot Good second. Catch. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, that's her. Yeah, because she had <laughs> that neck roll. She had the neck roll and I was like, oh, that's definitely her. Oh my God. Cool. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. <laughs> so now Dorian takes to the stage and he's now the DJ and he puts a record on where the lyrics are spank that butt. And of course the crowd loves it. But Frank does not. And <laughs> then he sees that Miles is dancing to it and getting into it. And now this yeah. Frank is like, I'm not having this. No way. This has got to stop. So Frank tries to get Dorian's attention as he kind of works his way up through the crowd of people spanking butts and tries to get, <laughs> tries to, get to the stage. <laughs> yeah. And Frank is telling Dorian, like, you need to take that record off. And Dorian doesn't care because he loves it and everyone's mm-hmm. having a good time. But Frank is now insisting and he's telling him to shut it down and Dorian is just ignoring him. Nope. Yeah. So Frank kills the music and the kids are all like, what the hell happened? So Sandy comes up and says, don't embarrass him in front of his friends. But Frank said, well, I'm not allowing him to embarrass this entire family with these lyrics. Yeah. And Dorian decides, look, it's my party. I'm doing what I want. And so he like asks the crowd what do you guys want? Do you want the song or do you want something else? And of course they want that song because they were already dancing to it. Of course they do. Yeah. (laughs) And so they're cheering him on to put the song back. But Frank tells Dorian, like, I don't care what they want. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, I don't want that song on. Yeah. That's just, it's a, a big old mess. Now he said, I don't care what they want. And Sandy says, don't you dare try to become his father all in one day now, which is like, uh, Sandy and these jabs killing me. And Frank is like, excuse me. And of course, Dee stands up for him. And she's like, he's being the father that he should be. 
But Sandy is dismissive of D as usual. This entire episode, Sandy just sort of talks down to D. Yeah. And D finally had enough. She's like, sister, let me tell you a thing or two. <laughs> yeah. And Sandy says, I'm speaking to Frank. And D tells her, well, I'm speaking to you. Because like, mm. yeah, I've had enough. I may have had enough of your attitude. I'm involved in this as well. All right. Now, Dorian tells them, look, this is my party. And Frank is all for it, but he doesn't want to be offensive to all the women in the room. And then Dorian gets mad, of course. So he rips off the headphones and said, then you play something. And he walks off the stage. And of course, Sandy is there to put him down, asking if he's happy now, basically make him feel like he did something wrong and make him feel bad for, you know, stopping the music. All right. Now, Mo has had enough. She's like over it already. So she jumps on stage and says that I didn't even know what what what's just really she kind of just jumps near the stage and yeah. says to frank i don't even know what what is this is this a party for a 17 year old she doesn't even recognize her own dad anymore because remember she's still upset about this whole thing and now he's you know spending all this money for something right. that he never did for her right and he's doing all these things and that he never would do it's all out of character and yeah. moisa moisha tells him like you know, you're just trying to buy Dorian with all of this, like all of this party, all these gifts and everything. And she's she's angry. So she just walks away. And Frank tells her walking away is not going to solve anything. But she's like, well, sorry, I got somewhere to go. And she heads out. But what about the rest of this? Take a look around. This isn't a party for a 17 year old daddy. I don't even know what this is. Moesha. And for the past week, I've been trying to figure out who you are. Evidently, you don't even know. Moesha, that's not fair. Your father is just trying Trying to what? Buy himself a son? Now, Frank tries to stop her and he says, look, I I know this is difficult, but you've got to communicate. I am still your dad no matter what. And there's only so many times I'm going to allow you to walk away. But Moesha walks away anyway and she leaves the party and then everybody is sort of quiet and then Frank walks out. It's just an awkward, awkward, awkward moment. Yeah. Yeah. Now, back at the dorm, Teresa is all excited, calling Moesha the female Mac of the year (laughs) because Derek has tried to reach her like four times that day. He's been calling. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The Mac of the year. Now, Teresa is absolutely amazed by this. She tells Mo, my God, you got him so strung out. You guys haven't even gone out yet. (laughs) (laughs) Like she doesn't understand. Like, what do you have over this dude? (laughs) Right. And Moesha says, look, I've got too much on my mind. I'm not even worried about a date. Sorry. (laughs) Teresa said, well, that's all I've got on my mind. But in the meantime, I better explain how I broke your hair dryer. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. What? Yeah. How did she break her hair dryer? And they never dove into it. I I don't even know what that means, but you know. (laughs) Then, of course, there's the infamous knock at the door and it's Derek. And he Mm -hmm. walks in with flowers behind his back to surprise Moesha. And she tries to apologize and explain everything that's happened. But he's like, it's okay. Don't worry Mm -hmm. about it. It's okay. He's like, look, I know you've been going through a lot. So he gives her the flowers and he suggests that they do another first date. Derek is not giving up. No, but it's also really nice that he's sensitive to what's going on. And he's not trying to get himself involved. He's not trying to find out the dirt. He's just giving Mm -hmm. her time to do what she needs to do. But just letting you know, I'm still back here with these flowers, girl. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So go Derek. But (laughs) Moesha looks at Teresa and is like, is this guy for real? And Teresa's (laughs) like, let me go pinch him. And she like starts (laughs) to run out of the room until Moesha stops her. (laughs) I love this relationship and I love Teresa. What an episode, a roller coaster of emotion. I think this is such a good person to add to the mix. Teresa is. Yeah. And I think it's something that uh, is a good distraction for Moesha. And it's just, I like the part two of this episode. I thought it was a lot of fun for sure. Yeah. And it's good to see that they, Dee and Frank are starting to work through things. I mean, right. I don't, obviously the situation with Dorian is going to go on and he's going to have to try to figure out how to parent that mess that he's made. But, you know, I'm glad to see that they're starting to work things through and they're starting to understand that everybody's feelings here are, are very important everybody's feelings matter and they're valid. And I feel like he has more problems with 
Mo than he does with Dorian. Yeah, um, absolutely. But it's just it's it's just so weird. But I can appreciate the fact that they made an effort in this part to to try to piece everything together. So it's it's very well done, and I loved it. I'm glad yeah. we did. You know, the, I, I'm glad we did this one. Yeah, we definitely had to tie up these loose ends. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for listening. We could not be here without you and without your support. If you enjoyed this episode, please take the time to follow or subscribe, download, rate, leave us a review. It helps others find our show. And don't forget to head over to Patreon and join us at patreon.com back in the day for more 90s fun and interact with us on social media. We love to read all your comments and thoughts about the show. We're on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. You can always email us at backinthedaypod at gmail.com to chat, give us suggestions, give us recommendations of your favorite episodes or show. And all of this information is linked in the show notes. So keep listening. And please, if you enjoy our show, share our post, share the show, and let other people know about the podcast. Because that's how the word's getting out, Cheryl. Yes, That's how we're gaining in popularity, Cheryl. (laughs) (laughs) More and more people like you are listening and letting other people know that we're here. And we're talking about some cool stuff. So thank you for that. Keep it going. Another way to get the word out is to buy some merch. Oh, so yeah. Head oh, over yeah. to the store, wear our merchandise. And when people ask you what your t shirt is all about or what your mug is all about, you can say, hey, it's one of my favorite podcasts back uh-huh. in the day. Exactly. You should check it out. We would love that. We have some really cool stuff, you guys. So make sure if you get a chance to head over to our merchandise shop. And a big shout out to Joe. He's our technical engineer. Woo-hoo. And he he works very, very hard. Oh, God. Us. Yeah. We, uh, we definitely have our, our make mistakes and our flubs. So thank you, Joe. We owe you. A lot of mistakes. And Joe <laughs> fixes it. God bless All him. Them, so. yes. We love you, Joe. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you again to our supporters. We love you. We could, would not be here without you. Thank you, Cheryl. I will see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, Tanya. Bye. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.